Welcome to Childcare CRM, the podcast. You're familiar with Childcare CRM, the company, and hopefully you love using Childcare CRM, the product. I'm your host, Sierra Rossing, and I serve as the content marketing specialist at Childcare CRM. Hi everyone, thanks so much for joining me today. We're gonna be sitting down with Scott Wayman, the CEO and founder of Kangaroo Time, to talk about his background, uh, how he founded the company, a very exciting journey that they've had along the way, as well as the importance of tracking KPIs for your center. And so for any of our listeners who may not be familiar, could you describe a bit about your role and why you founded Kangaroo Time? Yeah, yeah. So so my name is Scott Wayman. Um, I'm a Texan at heart. Uh, I'm a Californian by soul, and I'm a New Yorker by proximity. So, uh, so our offices, I'm the founder and CEO at Kangaroo Time. Uh, many of you know the story, but um, in 2017, I founded the company in 2015, and it was my second startup, and we did not grow fast at all in the first couple of years. And we were, we were really scrappy about how we got funding. So the reason we ended up in Buffalo was we entered this contest called 43 North. And 43 North is a um, early stage startup business competition. They award $5 million every year in prizes. Now, if you win, um, if you win, you have to move your company to Buffalo for a year. And we were out of capital. Um, I was I was begging our investors to keep us alive. My wife Jessica and I we put in about nearly a million dollars of our own our own money. Like went whole pot committed in, uh, and then at the very end of it, uh, we we entered into this contest to keep us alive. Um, so I'm on this stage, I'm presenting in front of 3,000 to 4,000 people and, and all these well-known judges and we won, we won. And uh, we were awarded a $500,000 investment, which which in, in venture capital terms or as far as fundraising, it's not a whole lot of money, but it really kept us alive. Uh, we moved the, we. Kelly, myself, and Lisa, we all moved to, from California to Buffalo. And the commitment was for one year. One year we had to, to be in Buffalo. And we're there forever. We're, we're, we love it in Buffalo. We love our team there. Um, we have about 20 full-time people in Buffalo. And we'll be doubling that here over the next uh, few months. Uh, and we're, we're finally going back to our office. Uh, and... And yeah, we, we love it there. So that's a little bit about our story. As far as what Kangaroo Time does, um, we do four things really. We're we're kind of the we're 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 the best in the the space of childcare uh, and early education as far as being a childcare management system. Uh, we focus super hard on revenue cycle management, payments. Uh, human resource information systems functions you know uh, having your staff their documents everything so so that's one thing we do we're a child care management system we're also a classroom automation platform so we give our customers tools that their teachers can use on a tablet in the classroom that um, streamline all their daily reporting 
Third thing we do is we are a parent communication platform. So if you if you search us on the App Store or in the Google Play Store, uh, you'll see our, our parent app. It's very highly rated. Our parents love it. Our thesis was um, in, in the next decade, uh, we, we all just came out of kind of this app explosion where, where everybody had many, many apps on their phones in 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015. And now if you ask anybody, uh, most people use like four or five apps. And, and we think that's super valuable real estate. So, so we have hundreds of thousands of families that use our app every day and they use it to check in and check out, uh, which has been great for us during the pandemic. So it allows parents to check their, sign their children in, which is mandated, uh, allows them to make their payments, also allows them to see a stream of consciousness view of their child in the classroom. So it's, it's giving them a multimedia replay in real time of what's going on in their child's narrative for the day. And then the fourth thing we do is, is which is why I'm here with you, um, is we, we have an enterprise layer that facilitates um, partnerships and integrations with companies like Childcare CRM. Um, it also opens up and enables data and analytics for our customers. So um, we know that our customers are working super hard to, to, to focus on the families that they serve employee development. And what we do for them is we unlock data on their payments, uh, on their classrooms, on their enrollments, um, and on their, on, on things like, uh, their utilization moving forward, which is really fun stuff that we're working on with childcare CRM. Uh, and yeah, that's where we're at. So, so we've been growing super fast. Uh, when we entered into the world of COVID, we made a decision, uh, that we would kind of stop and call a timeout on all of our, our relentless uh, prioritization for growth and, and shift all of our top of the funnel and marketing spend over to advocacy for our customers. So many of you probably know me from my webinars. I do about two, two webinars a month now. I used to do two a week. Um, and they're, they're a lot of work. I, all I do is show up and facilitate and do this. Uh, but they're a ton of fun and we've got to meet some great people in doing it. So, so that's, that's the story. That's, that's, yeah. that's my long yeah, I, introduction. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I could do a whole podcast episode just on the story of kangaroo time. Like <laughs> it's got a lot of twists and turns you, you totally could here so so real quick wanna I think I, I've told my story a number of times but um, I grew up in in Bedford Texas my family was really unique my parents were it's it's fine I can say this nobody else can but they were crazy um, they adopted 18 children and wow. and then they had I was one of their six biological children. And then, and then they kind of like, they, they both tragically died early. And, um, and so at 27, I took custody of my youngest brother, Chase, who was six. Um, it was too much. It was, it was a, you know, I'd bitten off more than I could chew. And I was kind of like, uh, I was a very overwhelmed dad. I know many people have kids starting in their twenties and, and even earlier. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I the, my saving grace was an early education center in Richardson, Texas, and um, and from there I learned a lot about the business, and and that's how I became passionate about the early education space. Wow, wow, that's I can't imagine. I mean, eighteen plus so twenty four kids. Twenty four, yeah, yeah, and I'm the oldest boy. I'm the oldest male. Um, and I have four older sisters. I have 13 total sisters. So I tell um, many of our female owners and directors that um, I have put myself in a place where I'm surrounded by women my entire life. And, and, I, and I, that's a very comfortable place for me. I love it. <laughs> well, Thanksgiving and Christmas must be quite the event at your house. <laughs> it's like uh, it's something that I look forward to with all my soul. And then like uh, halfway through it, I'm like, uh, I got to get out of here. I am so worn out. I'm so worn out. But, but the love is abundant. And, uh, and yeah, I, I pick my spots. I talk to, I talk to and text my family every day. Um, and by the way, I don't know when this airs, but my prayers to everybody in Texas. Uh, I know that, that the, the access to power and internet have been really challenging. And now it looks like uh, water is, is kind of a, a crisis. So, so yeah, um, thoughts, thoughts are with people in Texas for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I know that you and Chuck Gibbs, obviously for those who are listening, who don't know, are uh, one of our founders and chief visionary officer, you guys have a bit of a history. So how did that, how did you two connect? Okay, so so when I started um, Kangaroo Time in 2015, it was February, and um, I had just I had just left the company that um, I had helped found called MedStreaming, and uh, I didn't know anybody in the world of of early education. So somehow I got on the phone with Chris Murray, and. Uh, I, I was pitching her the dream. I was just like, uh, I'm founding this company called Kangaroo Time. And she said, um, she said, yeah, there's a lot of them. You're probably not going to make it. But if you want a shot, if you want a snowball's chance, um, call Chuck Gibbs. Uh, he's he's the founder of Childcare CRM. And he's one of the best mentors in that I've ever interacted with. He's helped so many of our owners and directors. So then I called and... Um, what Seth, the co-founder, answered the phone, and uh, again I gave him this this hubris-filled introduction, like, "Hi, I'm Scott. I'm, I'm CEO of this company that, by the way, had no customers and didn't have a product in February of 2015." And uh, I, I love to talk to Chuck Gibbs, and he said, uh, "Yeah, I can pass along your number, but uh, we're really busy right now, and um, yeah, I'll see, I'll see if he'll get back to you." Chuck called me back in ten minutes. Which was which was crazy, and then um, there was a conference in from. I called him about February twentieth. On about March fifth, there was a conference in Chicago um, held by Julie Barkas. Who, Julie, if you were listening to this, we love you. Um, and uh, Chuck said, "I'm going to be there. Uh, let's go have lunch." And uh, he and I had lunch in on March eighth, twenty fifteen. And we we quickly became friends, and and he was the, the the straight shooter saying, "Hey, you know there there are some legacy players in your space and in your way, 
ProCare is one of them. They're an awesome company. We're, we're a partner to them. And there's another company called SmartCare. And um, you're calling your company Kangaroo Time. It doesn't make any sense because everybody in the space has care in their name. And you should think about naming and branding before you really decide to do this. And anyway, he gave me some really great uh, criticism, um, some, some loving mentorship. And then that started a friendship that's been... Uh, I talk to Chuck uh, probably at least once a month for a couple hours on the phone. I, in fact, my wife knows our cadence. You know, she'll she'll kind of walk in and she'll she'll go. Uh, you're talking to she'll like mouth. You're talking to Chuck, right? Yeah, talking to Chuck. Okay, okay. And then she she knows she can do something for like two hours before before I'm done. But um, we are like brothers. He or he's like. Uh, if I were to say he's like a dad to me or a father to me, um, that would that would creep him out. So so yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Um, no, but Chuck's been so so good to me and um, such an advocate for so many owners and directors out there. And he's also one one of the funnest guys uh, that you can you can you could ever hang out with at a childcare conference. Um, drinks are always on him unless I'm around and then like somehow I get the tab. Uh, and then the other thing is we, we, we've traveled together to Australia. You know, we worked on some things, uh, outside of Australia. And then I, we made the decision we were going to uh, open up our business in Australia because there are some interesting opportunities and, uh, Chuck and Chuck just happened to be there, uh, which was Again, again, we, we've bonded. Um, we will be friends for life. And, and I love that guy. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to know about the uh, trade show thing. But drinks on him. That's definitely something I can get drinks behind. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he can um, he can order like a really good drink and he has a way with the bartender. So, yeah, just just know that. And if you don't drink, which meant some of our owners don't, um, appetizers on Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> Have some fun foods for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, I did ask you on today to um, actually discuss KPIs a little bit, um, kind of what they are, why they matter, um, specifically in the childcare industry, and which ones are most important to this sector. Um, and just from what our team um, at Childcare CRM has seen, KPIs seem to be something that larger organizations are a little bit more familiar with than smaller operators. So for those one and two center owners and directors, can you explain what a KPI is? Absolutely. So, um, so Sierra, I come from the, you know, so, so a lot of founders will come from the product side. Some will come from the, the management side. Um, you know, they've, They've been a, a middle tier manager and then they graduate for, to, uh, to product. Um, mm -hmm. I came from the sales side. So my career started uh, in sales. And I, I think uh, after about year six, um, I went into uh, software sales in the medical field. So in healthcare, and there was a huge boom there. And that was a, a big influence in my career. But the, the part of, of the... Of, of kind of like the ecosystem that I built for myself uh, just naturally and through mentorship 
was with uh, prioritizing KPIs. And, and another, another acronym we use is OKR, so um, uh, Objectives and Key Results. But KPI stands for Key Performance Indicators. Um, it's just a long-winded way of saying, how do you know when your business is doing well? Or, and, or, or another, another great one from our mentor, um, from my mentor, Chuck Gibbs, is uh, if you're not measuring it, it doesn't matter, right? So, and I remember Chuck, Chuck gave me this tape measure at that 2015 Julie Barkas show. And he said, uh, you know, Scott, always, always remember, if you're not measuring it, it doesn't matter. And, and I, I'm a firm believer in that. I think, um, you know, one of the great things about the American economy, one of the great things about um, the, the great, uh, the great stories about the titans of software and technology is when you dig into it, um, the, those businesses are always obsessed with, with um, key performance indicators and, and key metrics. Um, so, so we try to focus on KPIs that are forward-looking indicators, right? So we, we try to look into, so for us, a big one is uh, success on demos. Um, to, to us, that tells more of a story than, than how great um, our salespeople are on a demo. It, it's also an anchor and a, an optics into how well we're listening to our customers. Um, mm -hmm. for, for me, when I, when I worked in a center, um, for me, the tour was always such an indicator, such a great metric because uh, when when we turned on our top of the funnel uh, strategy and and brought tours in, uh, we started to re to realize that the actual tour was was more than just um, the the final step or the bottom of the funnel. The tour was like this indicator of your health. It was the window to your soul, right? Like as as people came in, how are you showing? What does your ethos immediately look like to that person once they're on site, right? Um, so, so that metric of tours was just so important to us. Um, you know, there, the importance of having really well-defined KPIs uh, is it's so critical to your business. Um, first of all, they, they help you understand how well you're doing and where you can improve. Mm -hmm. uh, not only that, if you really look and dig deep uh, and you do some, some pedal analysis or some waterfall analysis on what you're evaluating, um, let's go back to the tour, for example. One, one how well does your ethos, how well does your mission um, represent itself when you're, when you're doing a tour? Uh, two, you go to some of the ancillary things like um, how well are, do, are your rooms, um, how, how clean do they look, how, how, how representative are they of the quality that you're fighting so hard day in and day out to put out in the world? Um, what, what, are, what are people, what feedback are people giving you during the tour? How are you capturing that? How are you capturing any feedback? Um, we use, uh, so, so one, it's a scorecard, right? Um, mm -hmm. Two, it's, uh, you know, as I've kind of been um, mentioning, 
It also gives you the opportunity to plan and strategize for operational improvement. So, so if your tour metric has gone from a 60% close rate down to 35%, and you've just recently hired a new director, to me, that that that's like the the perfect um, the, uh, road sign or, or flashing light saying, "Okay, new directors, um, new, new new people new to tours, people new to to um, expressing your um, value proposition. Uh, they need a little time to to kind of find their way." Uh, what can I do as a sales leader in my organization or as a leader in my organization to help that person? Um, and when you're really evaluating and, and doing some reflection or some KPI reflection and looking at, at what, what, what really sells, what's really successful, uh, I, I think you can double down on some things that, that really win. I know for us, um, when we're looking at our salespeople on demos, uh, we, we really try to understand what their archetype is, right? So, so if, we, if we're bringing value to a certain segment of customers, let's just say, like, like I'll open it up a little bit, our, our Kimono. At Kangaroo Time, we do really, really well with customers that have multiple sites. And it, it's because of how we, we've really focused on revenue cycle metrics and dashboards and a lot of automation and carving out time. And um, I think our pricing reflects that. Whereas, uh, you know, a center with 20, uh, you know, a max enrollment of 20, they're probably not gonna see the value. Now, now, understanding that KPI and the DNA of that KPI uh, and really, really seeing like the metrics play out. So if we do 20 demos a month for centers that have less than 50 students, and we're not a match um, for, you know, in, in all but like, let's say 15% of those, um, we, we're probably wasting some people's times. Uh, and, then, and then another area where you can gain some insights using that very example is, let's say you're on the phone with a customer on a Zoom call and for us during a demo and they say to you, you know, right now, our enrollment's 20, but we, we, we have this addition in, that's underway, under construction, and in six months, our enrollment's gonna be 120. Um, that conversation, if you really understand your KPIs and where you show value, they should change immediately into, okay, let, let, let's talk about where we show value now and what the pricing may look like and see if we can't make some exceptions and get you into the ecosystem. And then understanding my KPIs will give you a better experience long tail. Um, and that brings me to my kind of my third point with, uh, with in regard to KPIs is KPIs can be used to make informed decisions about the business. Um, so not only strategy and tactical direction when it comes to understanding your KPIs, um, but also inform decisions about the business in Sierra, like not, not to get too long winded, but we have go to market uh, meetings at two times a week and we have them on Mondays and Fridays. So we, we talk about 
the, the demo schedule, new products that we're launching. Right now, we're talking a lot about pricing uh, because we're trying to understand the needs of our customers today in, in February of frozen ass 2021, where our customers are coming from, the grace that they need to acquire the products that they, they absolutely need, um, where we can be assistive um, as, as a software company, does it do us any good to show somebody something that's unattainable uh, and, and where we're not willing to work with them? Or can we make informed decisions based on our based on KPIs and the data that we we bathe in and marinate in every day to say, OK, this customer can't afford anything right now. Um, but we feel like we're approaching the concept of the roaring 20s. Uh, the roaring 2020s because there's all this pent up demand and uh, they're going to need our products anyway. So let's get them comfortable. Let's get them in the ecosystem. And we're only able to do this because we're not. Um, have you have you ever seen the Febreze commercials where they talk about smell blindness? Um, where the yes. person's sitting in their own funk and, and they call it yeah. uh, you're smell blind because you've been sitting around in this stinky room for, for a long yeah. time. Um, we want to be more like the product team at Febreze and really understand that people become blind to their situations because we're understanding the data and all the cascading insights that we can get from from measuring the KPIs. Yeah, absolutely. And that actually reminds me a lot of when, um, the reason that we developed our you know new version of childcare CRM as well, kind of listening to our customers' feedback, both current users and you know prospects on demos and we came to the same conclusion that you know we needed a level of the product that was maybe a little bit more attainable for smaller operators who just want to get in there and get the essentials of the platform and maybe don't need the robust features that a larger organization requires we call it uh and, and i think many of our centers can can really lean into this we call it land and expand right like we, we, today um, our customers might not be in a position to, to really leverage a lot of budget or spend on, on something that's, that's uh, really robust. But like you said, Sierra, and, and I do love it that, that Chuck and Matt and, and you and the team have, have really um, figured out how to, how to give customers that might not yet align with um, the spend that's required to, to, to kind of like purchase a full top of the funnel strategy, but you are, you guys have that ethos to where you can bring a customer into the ecosystem and help them, help them find value. And, and one of the exciting things that we love about our partnership with childcare CRM is um, CRM is one of those vendors that you can bring into a customer's life. Uh, and with with kind of like this informed growth that, um, you know, this this uh, this approach to readiness of, look, you, you may not be able to afford it today, but you can't afford to not do it. So so let's bring you in with the CRM um, intro product. And then what once we help you once kangaroo time and CRM or or whoever helps you um, get that enrollment. Um, up by a, a, a multiple or an accelerator uh, of of um, 
of a percentage, uh, then then maybe you can step into investing more. Um, right. CRMs always additive, right? Uh, but again, if you're tracking your KPIs and you know where the business is before you enter into a relationship with CRM or Kangaroo Time, the better off you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think for obviously the KPIs that centers would be tracking will be a little bit different, but you know, they're pretty industry agnostic for the most part, I think, and they can really adapt to different fields. Um, and so do you have some examples of KPIs that childcare centers should be focusing on? Yeah, I've got, I've got some that I'm really, um, really kind of relentless about. So first of all, um, I am, you know, as a multiple time entrepreneur, I'm, I'm always kind of um, super obsessed with the the customer acquisition cost metrics, um, because if I look at a business that has a great product that has great infrastructure built around it, uh, the the that the the tools or kind of the the projections should be scientific nearly like you you should be able to understand what sales motion is needed to have great utilization inside your center um, to understand what where your center needs to be occupied so that you fall into that really sweet spot and area of any new enrollment you add goes right to the bottom line. I, I, I've seen it so many times and I've worked inside centers to where you get to, you get to a certain amount of fixed cost with your building, with your supplies, with your food cost, um, which isn't really fixed. Um, and then it's all kind of like staffing and personnel and, and the metrics and the KPIs for any business, the lifeblood of any business is utilization, right? So if you look at the airline industry, hotels, any discretionary travel, <laughs> rental car, my background, where, where I came from, um, SaaS software, um, childcare especially, you, we all go into businesses and we stand up these finite cost centers and expenses like your real estate, like your, your personnel and your staff. And then those that are really successful are driven by super efficient operators that understand how to fill their room. So customer acquisition cost is a big one for me because the spend that you deploy on um, local Google, um, on, on any of your review ecosystems, so incenting, incenting your families to, to give you reviews, um, what the, the money you spend on top of the funnel tools like childcare CRN, if you really understand those and put those into real context with, okay, childcare CRM might be a hundred dollars a month. It might be three hundred dollars a month, depending on on the on the pricing plan um, that you have. But one enrollment is worth a lifetime value of of can be up to seventy five thousand um, dollars, and and not having the right tools and understanding and contextualizing your customer acquisition costs can really can really drive some terrible decisions. Um, another big one for us is is kind of um, room ratios. 
we, I, I go into, so in kangaroo time, we have the CCMS and then we have the classroom platform. What it does for us is it, it allows us to have these real-time dashboards showing heat maps of rooms that are two ratio, those are that are approaching going over ratio, um, and, and the ability to assess timelines throughout the day. So, so for us, again, going back to the utilization, utilization is the lifeblood in any domain, any business, room ratios are so critical. And, and we see, we've, I've actively worked with, with probably, you know, hundred of our customers and talked through room ratio transitions of, okay, you've got you all of a sudden in your suburban area, you have this oversubscription of infant room interest, you know, or you've got you've got childcare centers around you that don't have open infant spots. Um, to me, understanding that one metric, like what what your what your wait list looks like in your infant rooms, um, it's it's kind of like the ultimate top of the funnel strategy and the ultimate understanding of lifetime value. I, I mean, if you were to open a new center in a new suburb in a new area and it was carte blanche, you knew you could fill that center. Um, I would almost uh, suggest that you start the first couple of years with like a heavy subscription of of infant rooms, and then and then live that life cycle out live it, live it out. Like let, let, um, focus really hard on retention and focus really hard on quality and, and really track, uh, some those metrics relentlessly because it, it's so important. Um, so there are, there are a few others to, um, kind of, uh, tethered to that and, and adjacent to understanding your room ratios and your room, uh, your enrollment planning paradigm, which, by the way, shameless plug here, uh, Kangaroo Time has the first ever, in, in my opinion, from what I've seen, enrollment predictor or enrollment planner. So has a module that will actually look forward and it understands which children are aging up. We think this is so important. And we've talked to so many owners and directors that are like, that that tell that show us these really shitty spreadsheets and they're like they're trying to manage them with with x's across the the timeline continuum and they have the hardest time and and we've we've talked um with with your team about the integration with crn and we've got some really exciting stuff coming i'm so pumped about it um but in understanding utilization i think the next important metric is understanding your revenue per unit um, so in, in big, big SaaS or software as a service, uh, metrics, there's always this discussion around what is your ARPU? So what's your average revenue per unit and childcare? I convert that to what is your ARPC, your average revenue per child. And, um, and how can you optimize that? And, and, and again, uh, be a steward to your community make you know price so that you democratize childcare and you create an ethos around having a, a school that's a pillar in your community um and, and living out your mission but but really understanding that metric of of each and every student that comes through the door um another big metric for us in kangaroo time something we work 
uh, very hard with customers to help them understand is their discounting strategies and and the effectiveness. So that correlation between your utilization and how much you are discounting. And also we've seen some crazy stuff in childcare. Um, we've seen some things like a, a good looking dad uh, discount. Uh, we had one of our owners was like, what is this? And, uh, and apparently one of the players was a former professional football or one of the parents was a former professional football player and very stunning had a great jawline and he was getting the best discount of anybody, any parent in the center. And uh, I'll tell you right now, Sierra, I, I never ever got that discount, which I'm, you know, I, 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 I understand. I totally understand. I don't have a little <laughs> jawline of, of operating. <laughs> wow. Wow. Interesting. You know, that's good to know. It means like next time, uh, someone's looking to go sign up for childcare, then maybe they need to dress up a little bit, you know, be sure they're presentable. If you look like you're ready for uh, your tryout for The Bachelor, you're probably, you're probably heading the right direction. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so you mentioned this uh, kind of like forecasting technology in kangaroo time. Is that already, has that already been released or are you planning to release that soon? No, it's coming soon. So we'll probably release it in the U.S. Uh, in May, uh, mid-May, early June. Uh, it's part of our next generation platform. If any of our customers are listening, they probably heard the nomenclature we use. We call it K2. We're trying to stop that. Um, we're trying to stop it. And I'll probably get the, the digital kick under the table from Genevieve for saying K2. Uh, but yeah, it's our next generation product and it's been tethered into, into it. Um, that product also has more of the uh, data and analytics tools. It has a full dashboarding layer. Uh, so so you, can, you can set up dashboards for your directors that, so that when they enter into the system, the KPIs, the important data, the, the relentless pursuit of, of uh, optimizing your business and and measuring what matters is right there in front of everybody. And, and for our customers that have, you know, a hundred sites, um, you can, you can tailor make those dashboards so that they're they're for a regional manager or they're kind of like proximity centric, or they, they bear out numbers for a curriculum coordinator. That's only, only interested in what goes on in each classroom or teacher efficacy. So, so that is the design of the data and analytics platform is a big part of that enrollment tool. But the enrollment tool by itself, the schema for that, not, not to, to like go way into, into too technical depth. Um, we started working on the schema for that in the middle of 2018. So we're nearly three years um, removed from the initial whiteboard sessions that took about three months of understanding how a center um, could really optimize their utilization. And a big part of that is understanding their lead flow and their top of the funnel activity. And the only customers that have access to that, in our opinion, are childcare CRM customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that because it sounds like, you know, like you mentioned, the first of its kind. Um, and in regards to KPIs, I understand that you um, recently had a webinar with Audra Wilson-Russell. 
who's a licensed CPA, specializes in the childcare industry for those who aren't familiar. Um, but I'll make sure to include a link in the this episode's description to that webinar recording because I know that you all ran through a little bit more detailed formulas and everything for calculating some of those KPIs, um, which I'm not I'm not a math person, so I'll leave that to her. Um, but yeah, I, I love all the webinars that you guys put out. Uh, they're definitely really helpful. So if you haven't seen Kangaroo Times webinars um, previously, make sure to check out their YouTube channel as well. That, yes, uh, and, and Sierra, I think we now have almost 100 uh, webinars in, in the, in, on the YouTube channel. And we only have like 400 subscribers, which, uh, which my sister watches the webinars. She loves them because, because they kind of, they all have like a real tactical theme to them. Like, you know, mm -hmm. moment or, um, employee law and the PPP and, you know, um, uh, creating a better culture, but, but they all somehow inherent like this podcast, they all have little uh, Easter eggs and, and little nuggets of, of fun. Uh, and, and I host them all and I'm not the most verbally dexterous or verbose dude, uh, but they are a lot of fun and they've been a joy. They've been the joy of my career to do. I, I really feel like that asset, um, the KT, uh, the Kangaroo Time YouTube channel, uh, is something that will be our legacy. We we love it and the content and uh, Sierra. Uh, something that we're we're working with Childcare CRM on is Bounce, our conference that will be in Buffalo, New York. Uh, it was supposed to be this. It was supposed to be last summer. Mm -hmm. We had more than three hundred people ready to attend uh, and. We hope to grow that, uh, but we're going to do it, I think, in summer of 2022. So for those of you that need to escape the hot Texas weather or Florida um, in Buffalo, it's like the, the most beautiful, picturesque summers. Um, we don't brag about our winters, but the summers are, are just, uh, amazing. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, definitely any, any excuse to get away from the 100 degree heat. Um, something that I look forward to. So yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know, um, you know, this time of year is kind of busy with planning for the rest of the quarters and everything. So it's been awesome to have you on the podcast. Awesome. I'm so glad to have been able to do this. Thank you for having me and uh, send my love to everybody that's, that's on the CRM team. Uh, and not just that, those of you uh, in, in Texas that are are in recovery mode, uh, that are kind of um, coming out of the big freeze. But yeah, Sierra, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Child Care CRM or Child Care Forms, visit us online at childcarecrm.com. And make sure to follow, rate, and review so you never miss out on another episode.